hey kids, you uh, you trying to get into Segment City? Well, you really shouldn't, because Segment City is a mature podcast, and listener discretion is advised. I'm just trying to look at, I know I'm in an alleyway, I know, I know how I look, but I got some fireworks for you kids. I got snakes and I got sparklers, that's all I got. Oh, don't give me that. gonna say from the top of the podcast that i made a rookie mistake this weekend but you're not you're not a rookie anymore you're not supposed to make those kind of rookie you're not supposed to do that come on yeah yeah um i it was a beautiful day on Mm -hmm. friday here in massachusetts Mm -hmm. so i enjoy going for jogs i kind of like my knees are feeling like we're feeling really bad by the end of like me jogging, but I've had time to like, I'm like, okay, they're healing. They still feel a little bit weird. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've talked to a doctor about it and they're like, your knees are fine. It's just like, <laughs> it kind of like gets out of whack or something. You're too young to have like huge knee problems. They look, take one look um, at you and they're like, you're too young. Get out of here. Come back. You're too years. young. Get out of here. So I went for a jog and I was like, I'm just going to do, this was the rookie mistake. I was like, I'll do what I was doing. Like at the end of the, the summertime. Oh no! Or end of fall. The hubris of this the hubris young man. of it. I ran fucking oh, seven no. miles. Oh no! And I, and I, um, my knee. Okay, so, <laughs> so I get back, um, and then I also walk, get groceries, make dinner. I'm like, oh man, I'm just like gassed right now. Mm-hmm. Um, go to sleep, get a calf cramp. Yep. At two a.m., I'm body, waking up to your it. Your body has begun to punish you. Yeah, and so I was like, Saturday, I was like laid out. I was fucking late. I was like, oh, yep. oh no, <laughs> this was a mistake. Um, and it, my legs just hurt so bad. They feel fine now. Yeah. Um, but I will not be making gotta, that mistake You got to ease yourself back into it. It's, yeah. People are it's, like. It's, it's, it's all progression for me, though. Like, I have this weird mentality where I'm like, got to keep pushing. I got to keep, like, if I didn't, I, in my mind, I was like, if I did, like, a basic thing like three miles or something right. i would have been a baby and i wouldn't have done it listen everybody's everybody's on those baby runs at the beginning of spring it's 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 not I even gotta. spring yet so you can yeah. do a ba- the babiest of the baby runs and feel okay but about I it just wanted to be a big boy he wants be to be running. the big boy i wanted to be a running boy but that's fine i was laid out and then i i watched there's i don't know if you've gotten this maybe this is just a me thing but there's a show on netflix called murder maps and it kept on recommending it to me, and it's a dude with like like a weird gas mask in like a butcher's like like apron on, and I'm like, oh, this looks trashy as hell. I'm gonna make it's a like, map out of your guts. Yeah, I was like, what is this about? Is it about like maps of people? Like, oh, this serial murderer went around Baltimore. Let's go to the map to see what he did. And it was, it's like, no, it's it's all murders in London. Like okay. it's London. Like, I'm like history of murders in London. I'm like. I'm kind of into that. So that's, that's definitely that's definitely you. Like the algorithm nailed it. But I do have to say they could have pitched it better by giving it a better name. If they just called it like yeah, Murder Maps is terrible. If just they called London, it London Murders, London Murders, you would have been already there without it suggesting it. But like I watched two episodes and the they do reenactments 
which there half of them are so lame. They're I, so bad. I love when low budget things try to do reenactments oh. and they're so they're so bad. You're like, I can tell that this person probably hasn't really acted before and that oh, they're yeah, and that their that. their makeup like you can tell from their outfit like they tried to dress them up but it's just like a sweater. <laughs> it's it's also like the most low effort reenactments that they can do. It's like a lady laying down having been like killed. Yep. Just like the sig- in a, in cinematography a place, is guy, bad. They put a fuzzy a filter officer. over it. Yeah, there yep. um and but there is one that was like going over this lady that she was the last person and woman to be put to death for murder okay. in uh, England. And it was like 1955 because she killed her lover who was abusive and stuff. And all the reenactments were this lady who was trying to get her like off of death row, like signature, signature. <laughs> um, and then this dude on a train. Like, and he, she's at the train station. And he's like, oh, no. And he walks past her and then gets on the train. And she gets on the train to, like, convince him. For the and signature? then it's like a back and forth. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's like, she's going to be, like, executed in, like, an hour. Like, you what are you need doing? one signature? What are you doing? Yeah. And she was like, I'm not going to make it. But, like, I want to convince you, basically. And that's a, that was a whole reenactment. I was like, do you want a reenactment of the lady killing the guy? Right. Like, that's what I want to see. No, this and, is and the it was juiciest like, part of the story. Oh, uh, oh, maybe she had her reasons then. Like, that's how, and I was like, oh, God damn it. But like, there's also, they cut to like the narrator and he's in a library. He's just pulling books. Like, they're just like, look he's just like pulling you're doing books. Stuff. He's flipping pages. Yeah. And, and he's the most like intense and like emotionally driven British man I've ever seen where he has this like gray hair, white beard. And he's just like, and she was beaten by her lover. And then, and staring into the camera, just like, she had her reasons. But was she a woman pushed too far? I think you might be the murderer. I think, and for like five minutes, like yeah. monologuing, and I'm like, cut to anything. Still Please, images. I don't want to stare into this man's eyes any longer. As he's just like, yes. And then she pulled the trigger and it was the last thing he <sighs> saw was his former lover. And you're just like, okay, I don't, I show I me just it. like, Thank a, you. do a flash of light to show like a duo clip art of somebody with a gun, flash a light. I've, there's I've a, seen there's a reason that David Attenborough solo in a studio isn't what, what is filmed for planet earth. He's just, you need something over it. The subject but, matter needs to be displayed on the screen. But that's also the amusing part to me. And why I'm probably going to watch like at least a little bit you more. want to see how this guy's character see, develops. I want to see this fellow just stare at me as he monologues with such passion of just like, and he killed women during the World War II Blitz. And you're just like, oh, oh do tell. Do tell. It's like, a, it's a goofy thing. But that's what you got to go when you're at Segment City. Welcome to Segment City, everybody. People. Good job. We went six minutes less and murders. six minutes without saying the name of the podcast that's really good that's a maybe a record segment maybe city segmento s-e-g-m-e-n-t-c-i-t-y segment city stuck the landing and he's going to the step spelling bee my name is w-i-l-l-k-a-n-e will kane I don't want to spell my own name. That's that's not even a good goof. It's not name. even a good goof. <laughs> like the, it's, it's fine with my name because I have a short name. I'm the boy who who doesn't know how to spell Theo Sapakos. D O R E. Nailed it. Theodore. Leonor. This, this isn't even, we need to move on. People oh, are Leonor, sick of spelling. People, 
I don't know what this gremlin energy that I've like. We're just waving my arms I'm right now. I'm the spelling gremlin. I come to haunt you and spell things. Mm, I'm, and it's me, his best friend, <laughs> this the segment goblin, and I have segments galore as we do every week. Mm. Some are new, some are reoccurring. Let me pull one out of my bag. Oh, oh what is this? This guy's Ooh. this guy's gross. He's not wearing any clothes. He's just a little mm. gremlin. I... Don't look at my my <laughs> my little gremlin peepee. I'm look I'm looking right it at it, there. and it's it's weird. He he said don't look at it, and then immediately pointed don't at it. Don't look at it. Ooh, <laughs> don't notice the he's little dancing, jig I'm doing. He's dancing around. He's doing a little jig. It's hard not to Ooh. notice. Oh, I'm gonna turn around, and show off my little. He's, boot. he's got okay, a little fanny. Well, I'm, done. <laughs> I'm done with this little little goblin character. But he's gonna. Oh, what did what did he have in his little pack? But a will asks, <gasps> "Do you, Diospacos? Me, that's me. Are you optimistic or pessimistic about humanity?" Hmm. I Do think you think that people are. I I I. I the follow up question was: Are people good, naturally good or bad? And I changed that to. Are people naturally charitable or selfish? I think I think good yeah, or bad I think your question is, I think this the second question is more the lines I was thinking along when you my gut reaction was I think people are generally more selfish and I think that's reflected in mm. uh just the world at large. I mean the the I'm a pretty optimistic person by nature. The the one area I have a real hard time being optimistic in is the environment. I have a really, really hard time being mm. optimistic that we're going to get out of this climate crisis uh, in in a meaningful way and in a timely manner. It feels yeah. like nothing's happening and things just continue to get worse and we're going to get fucked by it. Oh, 100% agree. I think it's the... There's like that quote from Men in Black of like, people are smart uh or no a person is smart people are dumb panicky animals i think that but for i think people like a person is charitable Mm -hmm. i think but i think in our general society almost 100 percent of our big organizations are in summary corrupt Mm -hmm. and selfish Mostly corporations. When you talk about corporations the... or governments or any large group of individuals, right? Yeah, you, you get to like you, I. I once you abstract culpability to a group and you can't pinpoint to a single person, then you get into trouble where individuals start acting reckless because they know they're not individually at fault. Yeah, or you you start like everybody prays at the altar of of money of capitalism, like, right? You gotta you gotta like it. It's always like where does the buck stop? Yep. Of of and it ends at stake shareholder share ugh, shareholders, right? Um, and like CEOs and things like that. But CEOs are just trying to make things for the shareholders, right? Who invest into it. It's a. I I think that people are not like, I think people there's a certain level of, I think, justifiable selfishness that a person can have. There's no such thing as it. Like if you try to imagine the ultimate charitable person. That person would have literally nothing because they would give away mm-hmm. all their stuff. They would live in like the barest things to right. keep themselves alive so that they could keep giving to other people. Right. Yeah. And that that person is not going to be at the head of society. Right. They're going to be. Whereas the people who are I think everybody has justifiable selfishness. I'm going to treat myself because mm-hmm. that's how we survive. 
It's a, it's I like, think, how much can you selfish to survive? Right. And I, I think there, I mean, it, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to beat the system, right? It's like, you can do everything yourself correctly and in a meaningful or with the intention of helping people out and helping, uh, you know, better the world and people can just still fuck around all around you and your contribution can be negligible. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's like, you know, our generation, especially, I felt like we were, we're born into this like collective action problem where like the momentum is all in the wrong direction and it's just a struggle Mm -hmm. to reverse that. Um, and I mean, I think that every generation has their own struggle. Like I've, I was listening to another podcast about, um, the development of the nuclear powers in the world and how, you know, we were born into a world where the like nuclear threat exists, but like, it's kind of an abstract thought, but our previous, like our parents' generation was born with w- experienced a time when like there were nuclear drills in school where like they went mm-hmm. through like the definitive possibility of a nuclear war breaking out. Like that doesn't seem like a reality for us. That doesn't really feel defi- like a, the defense was go underneath your small desk. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, right. Duck and cover. Right. And you'll, you'll die underneath a desk in your school. So to um, some degree, I tried to keep perspective and be like, you know, every generation sort of has its problem that it needs to has, has to solve. It just feels like ours and especially is one that is like, if we don't solve this, all of humanity is boned. Yeah. I think, I mean, there's so, so many studies of that. We have the highest depression rates. We have the highest right. like pessimism breaks. We have the lowest job, like all that, like a lot of us are unemployed and there's a lot of, like wage stagnation. Like there's so many issues that I think are, have come up because people were kind of allowed to be selfish for yeah. so long. And those people are still kind of in power. Um, and so hopefully the next generation to come up are like a little bit better about <laughs> like, Hey, let's all help each other. Yeah. Um, I just being indoors and for, because of COVID People are going to listen to this in the future and be like, ah, COVID times mm-hmm. um, back in the day. But uh, just like viewing humanity through kind of a, a little keyhole and you just kind of take everything and you're like, ah, this is this is not good. I don't like how mm-hmm. this is going. Right. Because um, you have less of a, I don't know, I less of my day is taken up by like mundane things. And now it's like, right. oh, me and my thoughts or like creating my own mundane things, <laughs> like exercising yeah. and stuff. I know what you mean. Yeah, trying to find ways to make your time feel meaningful is uh, yeah. is definitely a struggle. It does It does feel like to some degree every... I think that this, we're especially being hit by like the winter blues and like we're really looking forward to coming out into spring. But it does feel yeah. like not being able to go out... I mean, because of COVID, social, so, socializing became a seasonal event. This winter socializing was non-existent because of covid like winter Mm -hmm. plus covid equals not seeing people like yeah that's what that means right and i i was trying to keep in mind that like not all winters suck like (laughs) you know winters suck Mm -hmm. kind of but you can still see generally you can still see people on weekends and make it more worth your time and like do things it's just this winter in particular is like every week is the same every weekend is the same you don't know why you wait for the weekend because the weekend is a blip and it's not any different. And you just like go back to doing your week. Yeah. You, you lay in bed right. and you watch, you watch murder maps. It's, it's, go, okay. it's like somehow the, like 
only having two out of seven days to yourself feels like way too little. But at the at the same time, my two days that I have to myself, I don't do anything with them. So it's like yeah. both not enough time and I don't know what I'm doing with my time. Don't tell that to our capitalist overlords or they'll have a... Uh, oh, they take away a day. Quick, wipe Remember the tapes. The, wipe the tapes. Wipe the tapes. There's so many things that it's like in the back in the 50s, they're like, we're going to have a four day week. Like you can, and based on like, you could have a four day week. That's something that people are actually mm-hmm. pushing for. Um, but it's like such a, <laughs> it feels so weird to like, but what, I, what would I do with that extra day? I would it's really like, love I, to work four 10 hour days and have three days to myself. Like, I don't, I don't know. I would working 10 hours when you put into perspective is nine to seven, which mm-hmm. like doesn't even feel that unreasonable. And, no. in, and in a lot of days, like on a busy day, I'll work that maybe more. And like, yeah, you know, and then you just, I, you work that fifth day because that's that, the expectation. That's what, that's what businesses are kind of hoping for. Right. Is that the, I think there's also, I don't want to get in conspiracy and we're, we're probably going to like end this <laughs> because yeah. we're, we're, we're spending, just ranting. Yeah. I mean, I think this is a good talk, but I think like, I think there is an element of people would start more side hustles mm-hmm. and start small businesses and start things that like mm-hmm. the businesses that you work for would not like <laughs> if you start side hustling sure. um, and make your own stuff. Um, and that's a little bit of, I don't know. This is, we're getting into weird, like mm. <laughs> weird capital, anti-capitalist stuff. We're ca- oh, I believe in capitalism. That I, leads actually that. leads nicely into my next segment. It's <laughs> okay, a nice transition into weird into weird capitalist things. Have you oh. have you been on the wave of NFTs that's been sweeping social medias? NFTs, non fungible tokens. No, what is that? So non-fungible tokens are this thing that are like, it's like trending right now. This is probably going to date itself pretty quickly, this content. Maybe I shouldn't have done this. But basically what it means is like people are going crazy with, um, with, (laughs) how do I describe this? It's the ability to track, keep track of the original copy of a digital file. So essentially if you make a piece of artwork you can uh-huh. through blo- through the blockchain. You can basically determine like which version of the file is the real original file, and people are making art and stuff and other things, mm-hmm. and selling them for ridiculous amounts of money right now because they're like original copies, and people are convincing themselves that that's as good as buying an original piece of artwork, physical artwork. So, like for example, someone makes a meme and or a meme template or something and uh-huh. and has the original copy of that meme they can sell you that thing and be like this is the very first instance of this meme and i'll sell it to you for a hundred thousand dollars that's interesting that's a super interesting it's an interesting idea and i think that it's on the one hand very cool because you can track digital content and you can find yeah. the originals on the other hand i think it's kind of ridiculous because, oh yeah, it's stupid as hell. <laughs> so I have like a little uh, blurb here that's from CNBC TV that they wrote about it. Basically, so I'll just read this and then we can talk about it. Yeah. In yeah. economics jar- jargon, a fungible token is an asset that can be exchanged for a one on a one-on-one basis. Think of dollars or bitcoins. Each one has an exact same value and can be traded freely. A non-fungible token token or object, by contrast, has its own distinct value, like a ha- house or a classic car. 
So like a mm. dollar is fungible, a car is non-fungible. Cross this notion with cryptocurrency technology known as the blockchain and you get NFTs. These are effectively digital certificates of authenticity that can be attached to digital art or well, pretty much anything that else that comes from, uh, sorry, comes in a digital form, audio files, video clips, animated stickers, or this article that you're reading. So here are some things that have been sold as NFTs. William okay. Shatner of Star Trek's fame sold 90,000 virtual trading cards last year for $1 each. Electronic musician Grimes sold $6 million worth of her digital art last month, including a video clip featuring winged cherubs floating in a pastel dreamscape that went for $389,000. Clips of NBA star LeBron James dunking are selling for as much as $225,000. Actress Lindsay Lohan sold an image of her face. You can also buy wow. virtual land and in video games and meme characters like Nyan Cat. Um, yeah, it basically goes on. But the whole idea is that like you can buy, you can own original copies of digital things, which I think is, I don't know. I mean, what, what do you make of this? I think it's a super interesting concept. I My first, like when you started listing like Grimes having music, and like people, this feels like reactionary to remember there's a whole that big hubbub about like online music and like s stealing music from um like Napster and stuff. Like mm -hmm. when Napster came out, everybody was freaking out because they're like, right. the record, like, what are we going to do? Right. And this feels kind of like them being like, ah, we can get like the equivalent of vinyls. Everybody loves vinyls. Like in their right. original, it. I would never buy any of these things because they, to me, do not have any value. They don't other have any than worth. Collectible. Right? Yeah, like that was the thing when I read about like buying an image or buying a video of like LeBron dunking for two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. Like that to me is just like, why wouldn't you buy a, an expensive ticket to sit courtside and get your own video? Like it would cost you less than that. Yeah. Or if you really just want to watch a video of LeBron dunking, why don't you just watch that video? The whole yeah, it's free. It's it's free, right? Like I think that part of the difference with digital content is that so much of it is actually just free. Where like physical artwork is going to cost you something. You can buy a print of the Mona Lisa, and yeah. it's going to cost you I don't know ten bucks. And if you want to put it on your wall, sure. And the the original image is priceless, but it just it doesn't strike me as the same owning the original of a physical thing as a digital thing. It feels like Beanie Babies. Interesting feels, comparison. Interesting. And like in like comic book. So the Beanie Babies and comic books, um, there's a big push in the nineties, in I think eighties and stuff. Beanie that, Babies like, were definitely like into, end of the nineties, early two thousands. Because because yeah. people would save their like Superman one and then they would sell them for a million dollars right um and so people were like oh people are really into these collectible things right so we're going to produce so many collectible beanie babies but then what happens is they would flood the market everybody had beanie babies right. everybody was selling them or so or the like, item just wouldn't turn out to be desired you're banking on it yeah. being desirable in the future like yeah you so know it's supply like, and demand right is there any demand for this i don't see i don't know i mean it. yeah i mean the thing is like is if you bought your original Superman one from 1980 and yeah. they reprinted it in 2021, like there is something to be said for owning the original 1980 version, 
Yeah. And it's not necessarily materially different from mm-hmm. from the, the one from that the you 20, get now. 2021. But I think that's the, the difference is even slimmer when you talk about digital goods. Like, yes, I don't care that a, the, the meme was made in 2011 versus 2020. Like, mm-hmm. it's the same, right? Yeah. <laughs> At least I've been taught that it's the same. It's just everything on the internet is impermanent and yet also permanent. Like the, the content itself is permanent in, in that once it's out there, it's never going away. But the individual copies of it are just everything's consumable and you just discard it when you're done. Did they say who these people were that bought these things for like $200,000? No, but I mean, this kind of stuff is selling like left and right. Like these aren't unique. These are just examples. Like I think an interesting part of this is they mentioned Grimes specifically and Elon has been like pushing these NFTs as like a meme but his mm-hmm. followers of course are like oh my god Elon's in on NFTs like gotta get on on it but of yeah. course like he has a vested interest he's dating Grimes like yeah he has a he has an interest in making these things valuable for his own benefit so it's a meme but it's a meme that's making him money yeah I did it's almost it's not like insider trading, but it's kind of like insider trading. <laughs> well, it's insider trading in that like he has a he has the popularity to affect market trends. So yeah. when he recognizes that he can make money off of it, he can just like throw his weight behind something. It's nuts. They're every good so that like I followed some of the loot box things. Yep. Um and one of the arguments made is that one, you don't know what you're getting. Right. And two, they don't have any intrinsic there's no intrinsic, intrinsic value, value right um, to a skin in like Overwatch. Sure. Um, there, but like if you could sell it, what is the value? Right. Then? The problem. Like, part of the, the problem with it was that you existed within the ecosystem that you bought the skin, and you had no power to then get any va- extract any value out of it. Yeah. Right. Because account selling is is you'll get it's bannable. And there's mm-hmm. no marketplace in which you can resell these things for anything. It's like if you compare it to artwork, the reason artwork is like the originals are so sought after is because it is an expression of person person and an expertise. And like there's humanity in the actual physical thing that they spent time on. Um, whereas a printout, you don't see every individual brushstroke and stuff. You're not getting that with a meme. Right. That's there's no there's no there we're in a buy like there there's no seller's market for memes. Right. It's what does like, it mean to own like the original success kid format? Like it, it, it doesn't mean it anything. It's literally worthless. Right. Like it's it's they're attributing worth to something that is in such abundance. Right. That it I don't know who the market is for this. The thing is that the, as we talk about how kind of goofy this is, I can see this being a whole last thing in the future. Like this really feels like NFTs are here to stay. Um, really? I, well, well, you, you, when you started out by saying that I don't know if this is going to last. Yeah, but I mean like when you when you talk about the you, you brought up the um kind of pushback the 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 solution that this technology provides for something like Napster, right? Like yeah. I could, I could totally see something like Apple being like, we're going full blockchain and now individual copies of our songs that we sell to you can be tracked with a unique identifier and like no one can pri- pirate anything now. Like piracy is over in that world, right? Uh, that's an interesting, mm, I don't know if piracy, I think the, <laughs> if, if hackers and kind of people on the internet has shown anything, yeah, then you can break anything. 
Right. Like that was that I remember that was a line that in high school I had a teacher that was like, the only computer that is actually secure would be in Antarctica, not connected to the internet, right. in a locked vault. That no one knows about. <laughs> literally any other computer can be broken. Right. Um, because just that's just how they work. So I think you could like blockchains are weird because it's like you would they're they're technically supposed to be like you unique. Mm-hmm. Um I don't like yeah, I could see like iTunes or something, but I think there would be so much blowback. I don't know, but I don't know if I there would be like like, people, like, like normies it, wouldn't understand it. They would just go is right. that like a p- patent? Like Right. I don't I don't know that there would be blowback and if there was blowback, it would be from a community that was trying to steal from them. Like Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, I I think it's interesting. It is very interesting. It's interesting. It's also like it. something that I would never, ever in a million years ever put money down on. Like, no, not at all. There's, I think, I think the counterpoint is that there is no value to the buyer mm-hmm. to invest in this. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, I think, from the seller's point of view, there's a ton of interest. Right. Um, whether people like I like because there's going to be. I think something like a Spotify would get cl- if iTunes came out and said like Apple came out and was like we're doing blockchain everything's going to be owned by us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Spotify would like get some cred on that like or some other music thing. I don't want to be like Spotify is the great best one, um, but like there would be another service that was like cool. We don't do that and it's all right. free. Like, I mean, the, the other part it. of it is that digital digital goods are going the way of like you don't end up really end up owning anything, right? Like I haven't mm-hmm. bought music in like 10 years because there's been no need to. I like, there's all these video game subscriptions that are coming out. There are, you know, yeah. Netflix is now a thing. Now you don't buy movies. You don't own anything. You just pay to watch them, right? That, so that is, it's the same. a big concern for people. Yeah, people. right. So it's kind of interesting that this solution for owning digital goods is coming out as the market trend is pushing towards just why would you want to own anything? But I feel like for a lot of people, like people who collect games and DVDs, like things that you can get digitally, they have the fear that the service is going to be gone and immediately take everything they they bought out with it. Like if Steam just was like, hey, we're done. Right. Like people would be like, what? And I've invested thousands and thousands of dollars in this. It would be gone in a flash. Um, They would have to have some way of like you have, like there would be such a big be a huge legal obligation, Um, yeah. But- that's the the thing of having a physical thing is that it's not they're not going to come to your house and break the disc like <laughs> you still have it um whereas with this they could still do that of like it's the, like if steam did the blockchain they could still be like we're done like right. no more there's no actual safety to it right yeah so that's that's just kind of a kind of a thing to think about i don't know anyways food for anyways. thought anyways well now we have some delicious food in the um, the waiting area of Fun Employment. We're <gasps> Please take play a seat a in the waiting room. We're going to play a game called Fun Employment. This is a party game um, that I just own. And we like play, if we use it as a, um, like, use it as an improv game and not necessarily how you actually play the game mm-hmm. <laughs> when you have multiple people. Um, so what we're going to be doing is one of us is going to be uh, the interviewer, the other person is going to be the interviewee, and the interviewee has to guess what job they're interviewing for. Once again, I'm just using the, they have a bunch of wacky cards for fun employment. This is not actually how you play fun employment, <laughs> but this is an improv game like that that people do. 
Um, so do you want to be the interviewer or the interviewee? First? I'll be the uh, interviewee first. Why not? Start off okay. strong. Okay. So I have, uh, I don't know what he's, uh, I'm going to be the interviewer. He's not going to know what he's going to be. I am going to bri- provide him though uh, with two attributes. This is a new thing that I'm going to be doing. Okay. Because they're attribute cards. So I think it'll just be fun. Um, and if you want to play that into your thing, I don't, I don't know what the attributes are for. Okay. Me. Do you want to know the attributes and me not knowing the attributes? So I or would know. You, I would know the the position and the two attributes. I would know the position. You would know the true attributes. Oh, so I'm trying to get. Okay, okay. Um, I don't know. It's it's more of just role like. Sure, I'll I'll play. I'll know the I'll know the attributes and right. That makes sense. Okay. Okay. So I'm not gonna look. These are your two attributes. I don't know if you can see them. Okay. Uh. I don't know what one of those, the one that's to my left. I don't know. I'll just, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'll this roll one? with it. No, the other one. I don't know what that, the other one. I don't know what that means. I'll, I'm going to take a look <laughs> at it and see if I can explain it to you. <laughs> Vegan underwear. <laughs> okay. I think that just means you're wearing underwear that happens to be vegan. All right. It's edible. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> let me see what job you're going to be interviewing for. Wonderful. I think that that does not work into it but it will like <laughs> let's see hey welcome to the welcome to the old uh shop here uh, uh um good, good good to be he- good to be here uh thank thank you uh, so you seem like a little bit of a a squirrely fellow there uh, uh are you sure you're gonna be okay for this job this is a high pressure job uh uh I'm I'm just trying to I'm trying to put myself out there and uh I, I really think um I think I can do this. I, I think so. I think I, I I think I could do this. Okay. Well let me let me get some uh how fast can you run a mile? Oh like, you're, uh, you're probably gonna have to do a lot of running, a lot of chasing, uh in this profession, so I just wanna make sure I think you're I could I could I could run form. I think I could run a, a mile pretty fast. Uh um I, I did a lot of running from uh, uh police so uh so uh, you, oh, you didn't okay. you didn't need to know that this is a, oh geez this is a ch- interview um oh, i can i can run sure sure i'll run yeah okay gotta you gotta make sure uh you're wearing all the right apparel for it you I'm, I'm, a, well uh, i have these high stretch underwear they're uh made of all natural ingredients son are you wearing lettuce uh, that wasn't supposed you weren't supposed to be able to see that you weren't i'm so sorry i i wore green pants so that it would blend in okay well uh how are your eyes you got to be able to identify people well i have too. these big old glasses but they they help a lot oh maybe they can magnify on people's yeah, faces yeah yeah so for example i got this poster yeah for a guy uh it's one of my employees we're going to be playing a fun game uh, he is going to be walking around on the street and yeah. I want to see if you can find him. And if you can catch him, then you get the job. So I'm kind of, uh, going to be a bounty hunter on him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I kind of gave it away at the end, but <laughs> well, I, I think I could do it. Uh, I've already got a gun. Uh, I don't know if that was part <laughs> Wait, of the job. Um, I don't know. I, it's, it's at home though. It's, it's it's at home. It's at home. I left it at home. This is not BYOG. <laughs> you don't bring your own damn gun. All right. Well, if you can catch them, then you can keep them. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. My my other attribute was clammy. 
which I was like, yeah, I, don't <laughs> like I should have shook in your head. Like, yeah, it's all sweaty. You're you're a yucky guy. I'm a clammy man with lettuce for underpants. He <laughs> <laughs> was about to answer. Yeah, I think you get the job. You got. You figured I'm, out I'm what a, it was. I'm a vegan underwear gun toting nerd. <laughs> what a no, matchup. <laughs> there's no way to like not give away the what a bounty hunter is with questions. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, it's either bounty hunter or a private investigator. I it's one or the other. Okay, so now I'm gonna show you what the job I'm going to be interviewing for is. Okay, so look at it. I'm gonna look away from the screen so I can't see it. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to look at my attributes. All right, I'm ready. Oh well, hello. Thank you for coming in. Um, thanks for. Yeah. Thanks for, um, did you enjoy our waiting room? Lovely to be here. So, so you found it was a good atmosphere? You, uh, I found it was a what? A good atmosphere in the waiting room? Yeah, the, it was nice and rainy out. It was, it was rainy out, okay. Um, rainy. Well, thank the you for atmosphere. coming in. Um, could you tell me a little bit, a little bit about your um, your demeanor with with um, potential customers and how you might interact with someone? Oh, yep, of course. Uh, I got people say I'm a little bit loud, a little bit abrasive, but you know, people don't mind that much. You know, I, not not anyone, not Mister Fluffers, not Mittens, oh, not Ms. Gerald. Those uh, don't they don't really mind, um, but. You know, I I think I got other than the fact that my husband left me, I think I get along with people real good. Uh, well, uh, all right. Um that's that's fine. Um it sounds like um maybe you're experienced with having sort of a one-sided conversation. Does that sound right? No one ear. Oh, one uh, okay. Uh that I'll I'll try to speak a little bit more clearly into your ear. Uh-huh. Um, so when was the last time? Uh, when was the last time uh, you've had a, had sort of an, an operation or anything like that? Last time I had an operation. Yes, that's right. Um, they tried to work on the other ear. It didn't work out. It made me more deaf right. in that ear. So you have ringing in your ears. No, I don't have any rings. I told you I'm divorced. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not trying to come on to you. Don't get any ideas here. Okay. Um, so, uh, what sort of um, regimen do you have in the evening for uh, maintaining your health? Well, I do um, a few squats while watching Jeopardy. Oh, okay. And then I uh, then I have to walk around and fill all the bowls. I was more referring to uh, in the morning and before you go to bed. In the okay, I don't know if it's morning because I have thick blinds. In bedtime, I don't know. I just kind of fall asleep. Right. Okay. Um. <laughs> is this a night, morning, and night position? I just meant, you know, your personal interests, how it might reflect on customers, and uh, ah, yeah. You know, we want to healthy habits. That's what we're all about here. And healthy habits. Yeah, healthy habits. Yes, that's right. Um. And so, you know, if I uh, if I give you the opportunity to, fit, to pick from the toy bin, what would you take? Just a little personality test. Uh, probably a little little 
uh, mouse toy. Okay. Bring it home to all the ladies and gentlemen there. Okay. Could you tell me a little bit more about these ladies and gentlemen? I tell there's there's Clyde, there Mr. Whiskers, there's Mr. Mittens, there's Mrs. Mittens, there's uh, no relation. Harold. Oh no, there. They, that's re- why part of the reason I have so many. Um, there's Harold. There's Julie. Um, there's Jewel who hates Julie. There's um. Um, uh, did I already say Clyde? Yes. Well, that's that's some of them. I got I got another. Forty-five. Do you take them like list, them but... in all for their cleanings as well? Do you? Uh, not as much cleanings, but I'm good with. I collect human teeth, so does that help me get the job? I not not really. Uh, we hope to keep the teeth in the mouth if at all possible. Um, Is this a dentist? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking clue for so long <laughs> i was trying to work around it i i tried to at first be like the yeah. waiting room oh think about the waiting room <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I, I, okay so my things were wait there's brought- crazy cat lady mm-hmm. and deaf in one ear yeah, yeah. deaf in one ear and literally 50 cats like, 50 cats, <laughs> 50 cats. So 50 that was cats. My, uh yeah you got it that was I was so confused for majority. I, I was like, I, am I surgeon? Like, yeah, I tried to, I, I realized I said operation and that was misleading, but um, good job. Good on you. Good on you. Well, now it's on you to come up with another segment for us. Oh, is it on me? Yep. It's always on you. I think I'll hand it over to our favorite, oh, no. our best boy. No. You can never escape him, Will. It's time to come back to the taxidermy shop. Oh Jesus! Welcome back, Will. There's so this yep. this content well is so deep. I just have to keep coming back. Yep. Okay, <laughs> that it's deep in this well. I keep coming. You, yes, you keep kidnapping me. What I, happened to Mister Whiskers? You just keep waking up in this shop. I just want you to buy something. <laughs> it's like the, the Skyrim opener. <laughs> good, you're awake. <laughs> good, good, you're awake. Ah, goddammit. Time again. to buy something. All right. This week on Taxidermy Shop, we have Vampire <laughs> Hamster Taxidermy. Big mean <laughs> hamster harassing tiny mouse ha- taxidermy. <laughs> what the fuck? I want to. Okay, every week. You tell me about these things, and I have to envision them in my mind because I cannot physically. Oh, you'll never be able to guess what this one is. <laughs> I know what I mean. I but I want to see. I want to see a big hamster harassing a mouse with his <laughs> vampire fangs. He's a big mean boy. He's they, very oh. mean and he's very harassing. Let Before me read we get you. Into go ahead. Go ahead. They missed. I know this is probably cliche in the taxidermy industry. But a bat. Why a hamster? Other than the cuteness factor. I think maybe it's harder to get your hands on a bat. I guess. <laughs> but like, but it's also like, what? Darrow's If this is your whole ass hobby, like maybe you can source a bat. Yeah, you can probably get it. I don't think bats are like fucking bald eagles. Like, do you, you can get something ultra rare star? They're not, I think you're like you could just get a bat. 
Vampire hamster taxidermy. Big mean hamster harassing tiny mouse big taxidermy. <laughs> Condition <laughs> is quote unquote new. Hamsters and mice are not that different in size. How is he so big and mean? And this one's so small. Taxidermy ha- vampire monster. Angry hamster with fangs being mean to a tiny white taxidermy mouse. Vampire grandpa. Don't bully the little what? guy. What the fuck? Okay. All right. I saw you were There's... about to take a drink of water and had to immediately <laughs> stop as soon as I said, vampire grandpa. Vampire grandpa. What? Ooh, they bit me when I was 89 years old, the bastards. I've had a rough time chasing those young young whippersnappers down, but I'm still young and spry at heart. They're not. Okay, the hamster, this grandpa hamster, this mouse's elder by many years, is not drinking his blood, apparently. He's He's like, give him wedgies. He's He's bullying him. him. He's Don't bullying. bully the little guy. <laughs> Give me your lunch money. My lunch is going to be you later. But <laughs> <laughs> I had this hamster without arms or legs, and he was very angry about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stop. I'm trying to take a drink. Every time I try to take a drink, you say something fucking wild. No what? arms, no You've legs. You've never seen a hamster without arms or legs? You'd be angry, too. Is he fucking Anakin at the end of Revenge of the Sith? <laughs> Just like... No arms, no. Don't try it. Darth Vader suit. (laughs) I have the high ground. (laughs) (laughs) You underestimate my power, little mouse. He was very angry about that, so I gave him an angry face. (laughs) Very rightfully so. Then I added vampire fangs to make him more menacing. I then attached one hamster arm and one muscle man style doll arm. (coughs) What the fuck? Wait, so he's he's just, he has one big beefy arm. This guy has f- gone full Sid from Toy Story. Yeah. Yeah. There's, that's, I'm just thinking of the baby head one with the arm, or there's one with legs. I forget the specifics, but the, the, the I'm envisioning, okay, I'm closing my eyes. Mm. I see a hamster with no arms and legs, which let's be honest, is just a little, a little oval. Right. It's just a little right. okay. burrito boy. Like, yep. It's just a tiny little hairy bundle. Um, They strap a different hamster's arms. Hamster arms, small. Tiny little things. Yep. W- one so looks they, like a little T-Rex arm. Just scotch tape it on. You're right. To this big, apparently very big hamster. Right. And then goes, I don't have it. Apparently they had a single <laughs> hamster arm. <laughs> Yes, and a single muscle man arm. It would be weird if it didn't have two arms. What would make this not weird? Oh, G.I. <laughs> Joe arm. That would be great. And then it's like, Daddy, Will, where's the it? other arm? You have to let me get through the, the description because you're only picturing his upper half. Oh, fuck. Oh, God, no. Okay, keep going. Oh. He's going to have like one leg. He's affixed to some vintage doll legs with jaunty black (laughs) shiny boots painted on. And he's wearing some jaunty knitted, vintage knitted green shorts. (laughs) (laughs) So he can't decide if he wants to go to the gym, suck some blood, go to the pool, or go dancing. One or the other. (laughs) You know. 
these boots were made for walking. That's <laughs> <laughs> what they'll do. These boots were, these boots were made walk for over a mouse. <laughs> these boots were made for harassing. <laughs> I remember in Dracula when when he's coming down the stairs for the first time and all Harker sees is just f- fucking the boots, mm-hmm. <laughs> these big old boots, and then he sees the knit green shorts. Yep, 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 yep. The muscle shorts. And then the vampire fangs. And he's like, hello, welcome to me. He's like, I'm out. I don't care what you're trying to sell real estate. I don't care. Will you let me finish this? Here we go. Too many jokes. Too dense with jokes. He's harassing slash bullying slash capturing a very small white mouse who, as you can see, is trying to escape. He is in much distress. Ah! This piece can be seen as a statement against bullying. Don't harass oh. the little guy. Or it's a vampire or. hamster with the fashion sense of an old man who's just caught himself a snack. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They said they, oh, he has the fashion sense of an old man. Everyone will love it. <laughs> and he has human slash doll legs because why not? Okay. <laughs> okay. The authority of an artist, we were talking about art earlier. There's, if, I know when, you know, there's the, the like, the, sometimes a blue curtain is a blue curtain. So, like, sometimes there is meaning behind things, mm-hmm. sometimes they're not. I've never heard of, it's this, or. It's a statement it's against a, bullying, or whatever. Or whatever. It could be what, it's like, you could, you could dictate that. You're the person who made it. <laughs> So, so stupid. it's time to start the bidding. It's time oh, no. to pay up. Come this is forward into the light and give me your cash, your hard-earned cash. Like last last time you did this. Yes. Last time you kidnapped me. Um, I would genuinely, if I saw an image of it, I think I would, there would be a momentary blip of, I want it. Gimme, gimme, gimme. <laughs> I want it. But how much do I think it's worth? How much Will Kane would bid on this? I would say probably like an an okay amount of money. I think the max I would ever go to would be. Keep in mind, it only has one hamster arm. It only, but that's the fun of it. Like, to be honest, I'm I'm there for the muscle man parts. The goofiness is why I would get this. Um, hmm. I think Will Kane would possibly the max i would ever go 150 dollars. that's me how much wow. it's actually worth i'm gonna say oh okay but i feel like there's an inverse correlation to how much i want a thing because the mm. things i said these are bad and nobody mm. want this have been a thousand dollars the things that i'm like you could actually go and you're like you're overshooting it i'm gonna say that this is gonna be sold for two hundred dollars Will's getting all happy with his stimulus money and going to drop the fat check. Stop. Don't deck me. <laughs> <laughs> if I get it wrong, you're like, oh, he's so dummy. He thinks poor Will over here. Will, the final price of this item. Buy it now for $68. $68. I can get it for $68. Send right. me that fucking eBay link. I'm sending baby. you the link, baby. I want to see it. I want to take a look. I want to just take. I, I almost sent it to someone first. else because my chat window <laughs> was open. 
Oh, that would have been a just just out of the just, blue. Just drop a, that in chat, hamster. like, "Hey, baby, what's up?" <laughs> I think it's it's gonna be great to finally see. Oh my <laughs> god! Oh well, my you god. need to look. You need to zoom in on those shorts because they're glorious, <laughs> and you need to oh, see them. My god! Oh my god! <gasps> Oh, go to our Twitter oh. page to find this. I'll drop this link in there when we post the episode because it's so oh, worth seeing. Oh my God. He looks like a child's little toy that somebody, the dog got to, ripped it up. The ears are all gross. They taped on two eyebrows that are mm-hmm, in two mm-hmm, different places. Mm-hmm. And two fangs. Weird. And two fangs. And, and two fangs. The mouth looks so gross. Um, he's carrying. Okay, this is a small mouse. This is a he's really tiny it, mouse. He's carrying it in the the strong arm. Has a foot in the arm. Mm-hmm. He's carrying it almost like a little baby. Right. Like that's how small it is compared to him. Then he's you also get mean to the mugging, mean mugging to the camera. Yeah, he's the eyebrows are in uh angry. They are not at the same angle though. It does look like somebody just kind of like threw across the room. <laughs> The little eyebrows, and then it kind of fit on there, like put a little glue on. I still really don't know where the two words vampire grandpa came from. I really, I just need to know where the, I think it's the shorts and the boots that do the grandpa. Like, if you were to just look, like crop out the hamster and just look at the shorts down, I guess that's, I guess that's grandpa with the shoes. (laughs) I guess. I I okay I I made the mistake of going like there is related. No, People don't go to related. This, this is my item. treasure. This is my treasure trove of future content. Get out of there. Okay, abort. Well, You're not allowed already, in there. We already. I think we already talked about the fucking rat wallet, the mouse we may rat have, wallet. Yeah. Um, where it just zips down the back, and then I'm also looking at a. I'm I'm gonna. I love the face on this happy bathtub mouse yes but don't go any deeper because i want to keep doing this and you're gonna know about them (laughs) okay there's this okay there i look i got back to so the other ones that i looked at were fine and then you get back to this little fucker Mm -hmm. with his big head it's so poorly done taxidermy Mm -hmm. holy actual shit um oh i found i just saw the anti the anti yeah the anti yeah yeah right I need, I need to stop looking at this. All right, we got to move yeah, on. Dude. Close the link. We got to move on. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Thank All you right. for coming to my shop. I know you'll be back. We have so I many won't. good deals. I don't want you to be will back. be, though. I don't want to be back. Well, that was terrifying. I'm glad I got out, but, you know, I'm, I, I have a feeling I'm going to be kidnapped again. I think this is going to be the amount of time I've woken up in that fucking basement. Well, you're always talking about this, I'm you're always blabbering it. on about this basement and about taxidermy. I have no idea what you're talking about. I think you should seek medical help because you just keep blacking out and then waking up and talking about taxidermy and and some bullshit about how great the deals are and little hamsters in grandpa outfits. I don't know what you're on about. Theo, I just realized I've never seen you in the same room as this guy. And, and every time I black out, it's when I'm hanging out with you that doesn't you've never seen me in the queen of england in the same room either can you just do me a quick favor mm-hmm. you know igor from um frankenstein what hunch can you do can you just do like a a, a impression just like a quick kind of like mm. go, gr- gremlin like guy 
Probably a hunch. What are you talking about? I could uh, never do that impression. Oh, God. Okay. Okay, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. We got to end this. We got to end the podcast. We got we to gotta end it. Okay, so um, before I leave, get out of Theo. Get, get out of here because Theo is obviously taxidermy. Man. What? Um, send us an email. SegmentCityPodcast at gmail.com. Hit up our Twitter. We're actually tweeting at Segment gotta- <laughs> City. I'll post the link to the uh, taxidermy if you want to come yeah, the check it out. Yeah, the taxidermy mouse. Uh, hit up our YouTube, Segment City, and leave us a review. Leave us a rating. We love seeing it. Um, and it also helps us with metrics and stuff. Send it to a friend. We'd love if you sent uh, episodes to our friends. Even the, the one that was us reading a porno about ourselves. My brother was like, I don't think I've ever had the biggest mix of <laughs> relief there's and a, wanting to want more. There's like wanted. A, there's a whole range of emotions going on in there, isn't there? Of the the mystery, the cliffhanger mm-hmm. of that, mixed with thank God, thank God, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> I'm I'm don't have to listen to my brother read smut about himself. So speaking of friends you, of the show, oh yeah, like to shout out Rachel Robinson. Thank you, Rachel. She does our intro music. She's wonderful. Thank you, Rachel. You you're grow you've grown. You've grown into the role after Haven't I? what? 90 episodes? Almost 90 episodes? I feel Jesus. like I should show some legitimacy to my uh to my appreciation of Rachel. Putting up a fuss is not a good front <laughs> when someone does something nice for you. No. <laughs> Until next week when I start whining again. Wow. <laughs> That was just kind of, <laughs> sort of like Waluigi falling. It was. It was like Baby Law Waluigi. <laughs> Has there been Baby Waluigi? Sorry, this is us like getting into a topic at the I end. Don't th- is there... I don't think so. Get on that, Nintendo. Oh, my God. Make it happen, Nintendo. Give us the Waluigi game we deserve. Do it now. Life of Do Waluigi. It. Full life story. From baby to old man. Full life. Make a game. Oh. <laughs> okay. We're going to just do a full... Like, <laughs> I I have lived a good life. I, I <laughs> fucked with so many people. <laughs> it has been a good life. I have stomped <laughs> on many people's heads. He's <laughs> <laughs> just in this deathbed and he just goes... Wow! <laughs> just to his last breath. I can, I can, <laughs> I can sigh a wah of, lo- of relief. <laughs> wow! I see my beautiful wife, and it just looks like the same face as Waluigi. <laughs> <laughs> my beautiful children. <laughs> They're all just tiny wahs. He's <laughs> <laughs> just and a dog. That's Waluigi. <laughs> I can, I can finally die in peace. <laughs> I've, I've wad my last wah. <laughs> and that's how we're gonna end. Thank you for listening. Wah.